Platte River Radio is ready to bring you another great sports broadcast. ESPN Tri-Cities presents Legion Baseball. But first, we'll prepare you for the contest with the pregame show. Let's join ESPN Radio's Grant Ty live at the baseball field right after this word. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627-1064. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Memorial Field. As we got Carney Jerseys against Grand Island U Save tonight. These teams recently just met on Sunday, as Carney uh, Jerseys was able to get the 11 to 6 win on Sunday, as Carney Jerseys improved their record to 713, and GIU Save that uh, fell their record to 7 and 13. So both teams, 7-13, and 13, going mm-hmm. in tonight. Uh, here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. And I want to remind you that our internet streaming of high school games on PlyRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, Lincoln. Uh, just go to PlyRiverPreps.com, click on the ESPN Tri-Cities page, and click uh, the play button in the top right corner, and you can listen to us live on the internet. Uh, so going through our lineups, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Bear Bank, and Carney. Uh, Carney jerseys will be uh, starting off with number one, Colin Fruin in right field. Pat Blake at shortstop will be batting second. Carter Krause will be at third base, batting third. Logan Arnold will be in center field, batting fourth. Jaron Burns will be at first base, batting 18th. Jared Moore will be pitching tonight. Uh, for Carney jerseys. We've seen him before this season. Jared Moore, a very uh, fast pitcher, a very good pitcher. Uh, Kane Pearson will be in left field, batting eighth. Evan Poland will be the catcher, or batting, Evan Poland will be batting eighth. Kane Pearson will be batting seventh. So Evan Poland, batting eighth, will be the catcher. And then Isaac Becker will be batting ninth. Looks like we got our national anthem, so we'll give you Grand Islands. Uh, lineup when we come back here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. We'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Steerite! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Grant Ty along with Thomas Tews here on the call for you as we get back to our five points fake starring lineups. Uh, the Bear Bank in Kearney. Gage Brockmeyer will be the leadoff hitter for Grand Island. You save you will also be pitching. Uh, Tegan Lemkow, the first baseman, will be behind second, number 14. Uh, Evan Guideson, uh, the third baseman, behind third. Price Ostermeyer will be the fourth hitter. Michael Moreno will be the shortstop batting fifth. Aiden Keys will be batting sixth, wearing number 16. Aiden Barron will be batting seventh. Hunter Powers, the right fielder, batting eighth, wearing number eight as well. And then Carter Wald, uh, wearing number 12, the center fielder, will be the ninth hitter for Grand Island U save. As I mentioned, both teams 7 and 13 uh, coming into this one. And so with that, the coaches are mean. That's the end of our Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Sark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Uh, so Thomas, uh, last game, saw Grand Island win 9 to nothing. Uh, it's interesting that, you know, Carney Jersey's got the 11-6 to win on Sunday. How hard is it to beat a team after you've just seen them? Uh, you know, I don't know here at... It could be a very different game. Baseball is just one of those sports where one day you could come out and beat a team, and the next you get completely ran by them. I don't, I don't know who pitched during those games, so we could have some different pitchers out here. I could look that up, but I mean Sunday, so you would think maybe uh, a little bit different pitchers, as it looked like it was uh, Logan Arnold and I believe Austin Young for right. Carney Jerseys. And then it was Moreno uh, for Grand Island. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just, it could be a very different game. I obviously didn't watch that game on Sunday, so. Logan Greeno and Guideson as well. Mm. So, Guideson was the main pitcher for Grand Island. And here comes the first pitch. A little bit outside, but called for strike one. And yeah, that one was kind of the. 50-50 mark for me. Man, it's a straight. new lump, but they still like that outside corner. And foul ball for strike two. That foul ball brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Find their location in Kearney. Gage Brockmeyer with the 0-2 count now. Jared Moore begins the windup. And just a bit high. You know, you can't give him a good pitch on that uh, if it's a 2-0. Or 0-2. Or, I, I mean, 0-2, yeah. Yeah. I, something that makes them guess, maybe get some of the swing, but nothing over the strike zone. And another foul ball here. Brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Our foul ball sponsor here throughout the season and all night long. Get you that Royals score real quick. It's 2-2. Two so it just ended the fifth inning. And ball two, just a bit outside. And here we are again, count two and two. Yeah, this was something for Ethan Foley. 
last game. He pitched a no-hitter. He always got into those 2-2 counts. And a fly out to the second baseman, Isaac Becker. That'll be the first out of the inning. Nice job making that play. Kind of went out there into the second baseline center field type area, and he was able to run under it. Was kind of was kind of unsure who was going to get that the shortstop or the second yeah, baseman there. But him and Pat Blake did a great job communicating on that one, and they were able to get sorted out. Up to bat, Tegan Lemko. And the first pitch is a strike right down the middle. Uh, didn't mention this earlier, but fan appreciation night is tonight. Uh, so all fans got in free. They had free hot dogs and hamburgers. Ran out of hamburgers. Now they got the hot dogs. And a fly ball. Looks like shallow center field. And Logan Arnold is able to make that play with ease. That kind of weird spot in between the shortstop, center fielder, and second baseman. They were all mm-hmm. able to communicate well. I don't know if that sun is playing a huge factor right now. We can't really see it behind us. Yeah, it, it might be. In, that's a good point. It mm-hmm. might be in that area that kind of affects those fielders a little bit. Up to bat, Evan Guideson, and the first pitch is in for a strike. Count is 0-1, two, two outs in the inning. Uh, Virginia up 4 to nothing after five innings, I believe. Second pitch is low and outside for ball one. Count one and one. They are in the top of the sixth, 4-0 Virginia over Mississippi State, the College World Series. That one, yeah, that one was close. That one looked like about just in the same spot that the other strike was called in another batter, just a little bit outside, I guess. And here we are again, 2-2. We just like to get to that count tonight. I don't know. Maybe we just... Maybe it's always been like this, or just, we're no just noticing it. I, th- I think we're, mm-hmm. I think it's actually happening a lot more tonight than usual. Hard grounder, the shortstop, and he's able to make the play. Nice job by Pat Blake there. You now taking a few steps to his right, uh, and then finding a way to make the good throw and gain the out. Just a nice clean play. I mean, so. so- it will be zero runs off of zero hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. Grand Island U save goes one, two, three. We will head to the bottom of the first. Zero, zero game here on ESPN. Tri-C. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporter of Kearney Baseball. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. 
Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. We welcome Autumn Ambler with eight years of experience in speech and language pathology as well as voice and swallowing disorders. She brings with her several certifications in swallowing and voice treatment, ASHA certified, and develops plans to maximize and meet each individual's needs. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. And up to bat right fielder Colin Fruling. First ball is high, but he swings for strike one. Pitching is Gage Brockmeyer. And he begins his windup. And he was able to hold back on the high ball, so the count is one and one. Brockmeyer kind of has a little kick to his windup, kind of kicks out and then steps with that same leg. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a little bit of off speed. Came in a little high count, now two and one. I noticed, I, I noticed that kick. Yeah. It's a little. It, it's kind of out there. <laughs> it's a little different. And it kind of pitches a little different than Ethan Foley. Not quite as fast. And that is a deep foul ball. And that foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. And that puts the count at two and two. Once again. Check that two two count. <laughs> two and two. I I've got a feeling we're just noticing. Yeah. This now. There's no way it doesn't happen this often. It's happening a little extra tonight. <laughs> and the strikeout looking. That was a low pitch. That was kind of one of those fifty fifty ones that we've seen yeah, here tonight. Yeah, you know, it seems like those umps have kind of favoring the strike on that pitch, but honestly, I've seen it go both ways today. So that is one strikeout for Gage Brockmeyer, one out on the inning. The Detroit Pistons get the number one pick in the NBA draft. And that is ball one high. Which, with all the great sports out there tonight, you know, between Major League Baseball and uh, the Suns against the Clippers, I would not be watching the draft lottery. And the College World Series Mm -hmm. would be the last thing I was watching tonight. And Pat Blake, the pitcher, is able to foul off off the catcher's face mask. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. And that brings the count up to one and one. Rockets, Cavaliers, and Raptors round out the top four. And that pitch inside for ball two. Pistons are always bad. And... (laughs) They never get that first pick, so it's kind of nice to see them finally get up there and have a chance to get a top guy. They're never bad. They're always bad, but they're never the worst. Yeah. Kind of one of those teams. And another high pitch for the, to put the count at 3-1. and one. Here we are at the bottom of the first inning with one out. Count 3-1. Pat Blake up to bat. And another foul ball bringing the count to 3-2. and two. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. And now he's just got to be in there, get in there and be prepared for anything. Yep. 3-2 count, one out, nobody on base. You know, it's kind of important for Jersey's get off to get to start here, especially how that five points game went. And there is line drive to shallow center field for a single for Pat Blake. Very solid hit. You know, get them started. That's one more hit than 
five points had the entire game <laughs> last game. So yeah. off to a good start here for crying jerseys. Yeah, when you think about when one, you think about it, yeah, that is. One out with Carter Krause at the bat. You know, Krause has been a really good hitter for Carney Jerseys this year. Mm-hmm. This is a great position to be in with a guy on base. Definitely one of their power hitters. And looks like he tried to throw a little bit of off speed. It ended up coming in a little high for ball one. You know, between Fruling and Blake, you probably hope one guy can get on. Mm-hmm. And that way you can pressure them a little bit right off the bat. And the throw over to first to keep the runner honest, runner safe. Blair Jr. Legion beat Ron Cali 12-7. Blair Juniors have a record of 11-3 so far this year. Can you you say that team name again? Ron Cali? It's Ron Ron (laughs) Cali. See, scoreboards show this fall, or last fall I was getting that right, but, you know, here in the summer. (laughs) And looks like another ball. That'll bring the count to 3-0. I only know that because those are one of the teams I actually played when I played. At that, up there in Concordia. It's Omaha Ron Colley, right? Yeah. So. And it counts 3-0. and Ball put about right down the middle for strike number one. Count is 3-1. and three and one. Pat Blake still on first base. One out. Pat Blake not getting a huge lead over there. Nothing too aggressive. No, looking like he could... Steal at any moment. And ball four in the dirt. That puts runner first and second. You know, maybe not the worst thing to do to Carter Krause, but you'd probably prefer it if there wasn't a guy on base right now. Yeah, but, I mean, it's the first inning. I think you just got to see what he's got. Mm -hmm. I think he'd love to say that was an intentional walk, but I don't think it was. No, it definitely was not. (laughs) But, I mean, it's not the worst possible thing to happen against a power hitter like him. And that is strike number one on Logan Arnold. It's a swing and a miss. Pat Blake taking a decent lead at second base. And looks like ball number one just a bit low. It looked pretty good to me. What about yeah, you, Grant? Yeah, kind of that area we saw earlier. It was called a strike earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't really have a good visual of that area from the yeah. booth here. But we probably wouldn't make very good umpires up here. <laughs> and a hard grounder to the shortstop out at second. And they're able to make the play at second base, putting runners at first and third. Yeah, Keys. I don't know if he really had a chance to turn one there. It probably would have been safe if he did. But, you know, anytime you're in a double play opportunity with one out, it might be nice to be aggressive every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I agree. And now this brings up Jaron Burns. No, not Jaron Burns. Yep, Jaron Burns. Oh, yep, Jaron Burns. Number 18. I'm confusing myself over here. Kind of got those camo sleeves tonight for Carney jerseys, too. A little bit of, little bit of digital camo. Got to appreciate the swag. And there it is in for strike number one, hitting that low outside corner. Runners at first and third. Two outs, bottom of the first inning. And ball number one, high and a little bit inside. Yeah, almost hit. Burns on his batting hand. Mm -hmm. That would not feel too great. Especially as you try to continue your at-bat, that's something... 
if you have your hand throbbing a little bit. Looks like a grounder down the middle of the field. And shortstop number six, or number five, Michael Moreno, able to field the grounder and touch second base to make the final out. Yep, just nice awareness by Moreno. He was able to run under it and make a great play there at second. So that was, let's see, no runs off of one hit, no errors. They left two guys on base, and we will head to the top of the second. This ain't change. Brought to you by Buffalo Roofing for your roofing, siding, and gardening. Back with a second in here on Tri-Cities. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located. And here we are at the top of the second inning. And the first pitch is in for a ball, I believe. Uh, I think they still have the music playing, so I don't think that pitch is actually going to count. Huh. I've never I haven't really <laughs> seen that before. That is kind of weird. Uh, up to bat, Price Ostermeyer for, I guess, now his first pitch. And a line drive hit to left field. It's a nice, easy base knock right there. And that brings Michael Moreno up to bat. The shortstop. Strong start for GI here. Runner on first, no outs. And Jarrett Moore pitches. And just a strikeout hits the outside corner. Yep, showed butt on that one. I wouldn't be surprised if he showed it again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's definitely a smart idea to try to do it here. Mm-hmm. Get something going early on. Anyone, and he's showing bunt already. And he pulls back and gets called for strike number two. It's tough when that all those umpires are giving those outside corners because those are, those are some tough balls to bunt sometimes. Yeah. And that brings the count to 0-2. Price Ostermeyer not taking a huge lead on first base. And the ball a little outside for ball number one. Two strikes. I wouldn't expect seeing a bunt from him unless. Yeah, unless you're feeling <laughs> really risky. Really willing to risk it. Off speed high for ball number two. And yet again, here we are with the two and two count. Ostermeyer still not taking that risky of a lead at first base. Count two and two. Ball number three, high again. That brings the count to three and two. And he lines up for the pitch. And he fouled it off, just tipped a little tip, and that foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Count still three and two. I mean, one of the annoying things a batter can do in these situations that I know I did a lot is just keep fouling it off and make, yeah, make this pitcher throw you like nine pitches before anything. Really up Jared Morris pitch count here. And that ball is low for ball number four. Yeah, Michael Moreno really ran after that one because that was one of those that's kind of in that 50-50 area, mm-hmm. I think. And 
you know, just maybe the faster he ran, maybe the more he mm-hmm. could convince that uh, ump that really was a strike. Yeah, so that advances Ostermeyer to second base. Moreno at first. That brings up to bat Aiden Keys, and he shows up. He shows the bunt. And a hard bunt down the third baseline. And third baseman Carter Krause is able to make a play at first base. But uh, hitter Aiden Keys advances runner to second and third with the sack bunt. Yeah, perfect bunt down that third baseline. There's nothing Krause can do there other than throw the first. It's not like the shortstop can come yeah, I mean, to that, third. That's just, It's just clinical. That's exactly what's supposed to happen. Runners are now at second and third base. With one out, a base hit could potentially score two runs here. Up to bat is Aiden Barrar. Is it Barrar or Bernan? Baran. Uh, Baron. Baron. Totally wrong. I bet you guys. And he first pitches in for a strike. How I would say that. And just a bit outside for ball number one. That brings the count to one and one. With one out, runners on second and third. Top, top of the second inning here. And Jerry Moore lines up for the pitch. And a grounder to the shortstop. And the play is made at first base, and the runner is able to score and advance the third. So that's exactly what you want to do if you're Grand Island. Just, you know... Mm-hmm. Early on, when you're just trying to get feel for the game, establish yourself early. Squeeze out a couple runs, you know, just get on the board. Yep. So now that puts it at a runner on third base, which is Michael Moreno with two outs. Up to bat, Hunter Powers, a swing and a miss for the first strike. Count 0-1. And more lines up for the pitch. Like just a bit outside for ball number one. That brings the count to one and one. Maybe a little bit of high pitch, a swing and a miss for strike number two. Brings the count to one and two. I don't know about you. That pitch looked maybe a little high. Yeah, but it's definitely swingable. He probably could have gotten a good hit on it mm-hmm. if he would make contact. And ball way outside for ball number two. Here we are, count two and two. Two outs, top of the second. A lot of number twos here in play. And just to have a check swing to their foul ball, and that foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Looked like he didn't really want that pitch, buddy. Kind of went for it, and it just kind of tapped off and went back. Yeah. Counts still two and two. Again, third, this would be a great play to get out of. And he strikes him out on that outside corner again. And so, Jerry Moore with that strikeout looking, that will be one run off of, let's see, one hit, lots of sacrifices, and no errors. And they left one man on third. So after one and a half, we're going to head to the bottom of second. Grand Island leads Carney jerseys one to nothing. Uh, not sure we can go to break right now. Having to 
little technical difficulties. If we had a if we had a silence in the last break, we apologize. But uh, Virginia still leads four to nothing. And let's see, I believe that they will head to the seventh inning there. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting that uh, it sounds like the plan will be for Cade Cunningham to only visit one team prior to the NBA draft, which will be the Detroit Pistons. So kind of cementing himself as uh, the number one overall pick. And looking at some other scores, Home Federal leads, I believe that's Carney uh, Runza, uh, three to nothing. I will have to double check my uh, scores here. As, yep, they are playing Grand Island Home Federal tonight. So Grand Island Home Federal leads Carney Runza three to nothing after two innings. Like I said here, Grand Island leads Carney Jerseys one to nothing. A lot of sacrifices in the top of that inning. A little yeah. sack bunt, sack grounder, you know. And with this bottom of the second, brings up batter Jer- pitcher Jarrett Moore. And then begins the windup. Came out swinging, but he's swinging a miss for strike number one. Looked like a nice big cut there. Yeah, and you know, if Jared Moore makes contact, it's going to go pretty Mm -hmm. far. He is a power hitter for this team. And strike number two with a little off speed may have been a bit inside, but nonetheless called a strike. Count 0-2, bottom of the second inning. Brock Meyer begins to wind up. And swing and a miss for strike number three. So one, two, three strikes. Gets Jared Moore. Doesn't get much easier than that. Got Caden Peterson now. Second strikeout of the game for Brockmeyer. Yep. Got Colin Fruling earlier in that first inning. Up now, Caden Peterson, the left fielder. And looks like a foul ball. And that foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. And that brings the count to 0-1. And I believe all foul balls brought back are worth 50 cents. You always love seeing the little kids all swarm after it and then get all disappointed when one one of them actually gets it. And a little off-speed pitch right across the middle for strike number two. Brings the count to 0-2. Five straight strikes here to start this inning. That is very good for pitcher Gage Brockmeyer. Ooh, and he throws a bad one there. A little wild one that almost caught Caden Peterson in the back of the head. He's got a one-two count. Yep. The count is now 1-2 and two with one out. No runners on base. Here's the pitch. And, you know, kind of in that spot for ball number two, right in that outside corner. That could go either way. And now it brings the count to two and two. The old magic number of the night. A whole magic number we have seen here multiple times tonight. It's been awesome. 
And a little bit of off-seeds pitch, a bit inside, I think. Catcher wasn't able to contain it. Now we get that full count. <laughs> I don't think anything's good came up for the defense when a full count. Yeah, last time I think it was Pat Blake who had a full count on him, and then he was able to get that single. Mm-hmm. Pitches in. And looks like ball number four. Walk advancing Caden Peterson to first base. First walk on the day for Gage Brockmeyer. Second walk of the day. He walked Carter Krause oh, earlier. Yep. Thank you for correcting me there. And this brings up to bat Evan Poland, the catcher. One out, bottom of the second inning. Caden Peterson not taking a too aggressive lead at first base and still gets thrown over by Brock Meyer. Safe. Yeah, that's something we've seen him do a lot this year, especially earlier on in the year, mm-hmm. is steal bases. So they have shown the potential to do it. And looks like a soft ground ball to the second baseman. The play is made at first. And that play was made by number 16, Aiden Keyes. And that brings it to two outs. And just a quick out for GI. Yeah. And kind of something I thought was interesting on that play, kind of came right at Caden Pearson as he was running. So yeah. he had to avoid it a little bit. To you know, sometimes it. as a runner, you, what you can do is you can, it, it's illegal to hit the fielder, but you can still get technically get in front of the ball to make it a lot harder on yeah. him. So, I mean, I don't think that really influenced it, but it's no fun when you get hit by a ball as a runner because then you're immediately called out. The first pitch was in for a ball. And just a strike now. Up to bat, Isaac Becker. Count one and one. Two outs, bottom of the second inning. Caden Peterson on second base. And a little bit of off-speed pitch came in a little bit high for ball number two. And that brings the count to two and one. And Brockmeyer lines it for the pitch. Looks like another foul ball. And that foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. And that, of course, advances the count to two and two. Once again... This I mean, <laughs> two outs as well. I don't know. It was more apparent in that first game, but it's still <laughs> happening a lot here. I think we're just noticing it a lot more now. And here comes the pitch. And a hard grounder that the third baseman wasn't able to contain, and it gets by him. And the runner at second base was able to score, and Isaac Becker able to advance to second base. That's one of the craziest plays I've seen here. You know, that ball went all the way to the dugout out there in left field. And just I'm thinking they, they're probably going to call that an error on the third baseman. They're calling it a hit. They are. That surprises me. So Isaac Becker with the RBI double on that one. Second hit for Carney Jerseys as they tie this game one-to-one here in the bottom of the second. And Colin Fruling up to bat hits a grounder to third baseman. And they are able to make the play to end the inning. Play made by number 20, uh, Evan Guideson. 
And so with that, uh, Carney Jersey scores one run off of that one awesome hit by Isaac Becker. Uh, no errors, and they left Becker on base. We go to the top of the third with a tie game, one-to-one. Reminder, this ending change is brought to you by Buffalo Roofing. For your roofing, siding, and gutter needs, contact Buffalo Roofing today. Still not able to go to commercial here as we are having technical difficulties. Hopefully we get that fixed. We got through a lot of commercials in that first game. So thank you to our many fine sponsors who allow us to be here. Uh, With that, want to remind you, that we are here in the broadcast booth at Carney Towing and Repair Broadcast Booth, to be specific. And we are on the road bringing you the play-by-play, and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. And looking at some other stuff going on tonight in sporting world. Uh, Virginia pitcher Griff McGarry has pitched seven no-hit innings. Really? Yeah. Good thing and he doesn't have you broadcasting. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be trying to jinx him all the way. They're in the bottom of the seventh. So has he, he's probably pitched the whole game. I'm surprised I'm not getting more notifications about this. As I said earlier, Kay Cunningham only working out for, with the Detroit Pistons. We'll get you a Royals update. As the Kansas City Royals, uh, it's still tied at two, two to two, top of the seventh with the New York Yankees. And we are at 825, so that means the Phoenix Suns are currently playing against the Los Angeles Clippers. Give you that score real quick. It's the first quarter. Suns lead 11 to eight with seven minutes to go. And here we are at the top of the third inning. Up to bat, Carter Wald, the center fielder. And he first pitches in for a swing and a miss and a strike. Carney able to score a run at the bottom of the second inning to tie the score one to one. Count here, 0 and 1. Jarrett Moore lines up for the pitch. And ball just a bit high and outside for ball number one, bringing the count to 1 and 1. Carter Wald's first at bat today. Carney doing a pretty good job defensively. Give him up that one run. Yes, and in the dirt for ball number two. Bringing the count to two and one. Seen pretty decent defensive showing so far by both teams. Yeah, still both only giving up one run. You almost had that error last inning, but other than that, it's kind of just been like one or two little things that the offense has done to get them on the board. And the ball is in for ball number three. You know, Green Island only really scored because they were able to sacrifice and mm-hmm. kind of move around. And in for ball number four, the runner is uh, Carter Wald is walked. And now we are back up to the top of the lineup. The pitcher, Gage Brockmeyer. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw the same thing we did their first inning. If Gage Brockmeyer doesn't try to lay down a bunt here to advance their runner. Yeah, when they get somebody on first, Brockmeyer flew out to the second baseman in his first step at. And the throw over to first base, the runner's called save. Still trying to keep him honest. Getting pretty good lead, decent-sized lead out there, I'd mm-hmm. say, at first. 
It's a worthy look of a check down. And he shows the bunt, and and the catcher tries to get him back out at first base, but not really a good throw, kind of in the dirt. Brockmeyer did show for a bunt, but it, the ball was way outside for ball number one. Great opportunity for Grand Island to reclaim their lead here, you know, if they can mm-hmm. do it like last time and sacrifice their way around the bases. Or and hit. Perfect grounder between third base and the shortstop. Great hit by Brockmeyer. Yeah, and uh, Carney Jersey's defense was kind of set up where that hit was going to get through pretty yeah. easily. They were uh, The shortstop was really close to second base over there, and third baseman was pretty close to third base as well. I think that it was, I think that runner was stealing. Mm-hmm. So the shortstop was kind of already running over to second base and there's that big gap. I wouldn't be surprised to see a bunt here from Tegan Lemkow. Try to get that and, bunt right down the third base line if you can. And he showed and pulled back, but it's still called strike one. I don't know about you, but that pitch looked pretty good. To, yeah, to at least get in the spot where you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know, last time the button, we saw Carter Krause come up. He's kind of not as far up this time. First baseman over there is up a bit more. It looks like he's ready to start running forward. Yeah, and make the play at third if he needs to. Ball number one brings the count to one and one. No show of a bunt on that pitch. Runners on first and second. Top of the third inning. Umpire waving bugs away from his face. <laughs> Getting to that part of the summer. And he shows bunt, he shows a quick bunt, but pulls back as the ball is in high for ball number two. And that brings the count to two and one. Still zero outs. And here's the pitch. High and fouled out of the park. That fall ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. And that brings the count to... Two and two. Can't sacrifice now. Nope. So it's got to be able to. I'm surprised they didn't try to get him on another one. Yeah, I am too. Because it it really looked like they were set up for one down that third base line. Oh, and that ball put just on the outside corner, called ball. That is brings the count to three and two. I don't know. That looked in the spot, like right in the spot where it's yeah. been called both ways today. I think it just curved at the last second mm-hmm. outside of that point. And in low for ball number four, walking Tegan Lemkout, bases are loaded. Two of them off walks. And the big thing here is no outs. Zero uh, outs. No outs, bases low, you can do whatever you want, any hit. Up to bat, Evan Guideson, his first at bat, he grounded out to the shortstop. Looks like the first baseman and the third baseman are playing shallow, potentially getting that plowed at home. And inside for strike number one. I could easily see a double play being turned here or even a play at home to prevent the run scoring. Yeah. Off-speed line drive hit just beside the shortstop to the left fielder. Ball got got in, so only one run scored. And that run was Carter Wald. Yeah, great job by Kane Pearson, feeling that ball quickly getting in, so only one run uh, scored for Grand Island. Mm-hmm. But they do take the lead here, 2-1. to one. 
That is one RBI for for Evan Guideson. Base is still loaded, zero outs, top of the third inning. So Aiden Keys and Evan Guideson both have RBIs. And another ball hit out to the left fielder, and it looks like they're able to keep him at third base. Great play by the left fielder, which is Caden Peterson. Peterson. Caden Peterson has probably saved at least a run on two consecutive plays, and Mm -hmm. if they can get out of this, you know, with... I'm surprised Just he didn't try to run. play a little aggressive and maybe get get him to go. Up to bat now, Michael Moreno. Last at bat, he walked. The pitch is here. And a, another grounder between the third base and shortstop. And only and able to hold them still to one run. Good field by Caden Peterson getting in it quick. Bases still loaded. Bringing another run there. Brings the score to 3-1. to one. Grand Island. Up to bat. Aiden Keys. Aiden Keys with that sack RBI last time he was at the bat. And aggressive there. Swinging a little bit of an outside pitch for strike number one. Base is still loaded. One out. Count 0-1. Ooh. Yeah, just that close area again where it's just a little high, but... No count. Brings the count to 1-1. Could be looking for a double play here. And right over the third baseman's hit. Head and yet again, they're able to hold that runner at third. Cade Peterson gets the ball. An RBI single for Aiden Keys. You know, Carter Krause is a pretty big guy with not the biggest vertical, so doesn't, <laughs> you know, that ball was well over his head. You know, the average player probably can't make that catch anyway, but especially him, bit of a tough play for him to make. Brings up to bet Aiden Baran. Base is still loaded with one out. They are really favoring the left side of the field right now. Yeah, you're right. They That's where pretty much every single one of their hits have been. It is. It's either been in between the third baseman or the shortstop. Or that one right over the third baseman. Still looking for maybe a double play here with another run-in. That brings a score to 4-1 to one GI. And a foul ball hit by Aiden Brand bringing the... Count to one and one. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Not sure what that was. Some little kid got the baseball. Little kid might have stolen it from somebody, made a play, I don't know. Got some cheers from the fans. Nonetheless, it's 50 cents. Some free candy. And count one and one. Here's the pitch. Just a little bit outside for ball number two. You know, we are, we got Hunter Powers on deck, and then Carter Wall will be up, and we'll be through the entire order this inning. And here's the pitch. In the dirt for ball number three. Brand signaling to the runner at third base to stay. 
Yeah, Evan Pullen's been doing a good job getting in front of that ball mm-hmm. tonight. He's had a few wild ones come his way from Jared Moore. And Aiden Brand takes it timeout. Moore is at 56 pitches so far. Count 3-1, and here's the pitch. Line drive to caught by uh, the second baseman, Isaac. Isaac Becker, which brings it to two outs. Yeah, Ben, that's kind of, you know, with one out, that's a dangerous play you don't want to hit to them because mm-hmm. you could easily have some guy run off the bag just a little bit, and they're able to make that quick throw. Uh, I, know, to tag yeah, I know personally I've played second base before and I had an unassisted I think it was almost triple play because they lined out they lined out to me and they had someone stealing and it ended up being a perfect situation but it's tough as a hitter to have a line drive like that but it just happens mm-hmm. to go right to somebody yeah you think you have a hit a good hit too with those line drives and the mm-hmm. defense just in the right position for it and the first pitch was in for a strike. Yeah, foul tipped to the dugout there. Up to bat Hunter Powers. The pitch is in just a bit low and outside for ball number one. Another Dave. another pitch where Evan Pullen has to stay in front of it, though. Mm-hmm. This brings the count to one and one with two outs. Bases are still loaded for Grand Island. Play can be made at any base. Here comes the pitch. A bit inside for ball number two. I think he's just got to get this ball in play and let his defense try to do something with it, you know? Yeah. Count two and one. I mean, that's really the only thing you can do here. Last at bat, Hunter Powers struck out. And the ball is in for strike two. Here we are again. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. I mean, if you can somehow find a way to get a walk, battle through, maybe foul mm-hmm. off a couple strikes, get a run in that way, that'd be also very beneficial. You know, four runs and three runs does seem like a huge difference sometimes. And a high pitch swing at fouled off. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. I don't know if that ball would have got called a strike. That would, that would probably have been a ball that was up near his but face. But if he thinks it's anywhere close, obviously our view is not as great up yeah. here. Might as well foul it off and go again. Count still two and two. Here's the pitch. And a hard grounder in between the third baseman and the shortstop. And they're sending him home. And they... Safe at third, I believe. So the runner... And going to second as well. So two runners scored, and then they attempted to get the runner out at third base, but he was safe. So now we have runners on second and third. Two runs scored. Trying to keep it all back to the top of the order. As, yeah, that, I mean, the shortstop, Pat Blake, had a real great chance to maybe, you know, save a run at least on that play and mm-hmm. just keep the bases loaded, uh, but not able to make that diving grab as we will have a visit to the mound for Jared Moore here. And just with that, we're at, like you said, we're at the top of the lineup again. And so Moore, 63 pitches in. It looks like his day. Uh, will be done, so we will have his final stats coming up here in a bit. That's 2.2 innings pitched for Jared Moore. Uh, coming in was the first baseman 
I believe. Jared, Jared, Jared Burns. Burns. And so when we come back, we will have a new pitcher, Jaron Burns, out there for Carney Jerseys as Grand Island. Uh, you save leads 6-1 to one here in the top of the 13. Get a four-person hot tub for under $5,000. I'm Doug Detterding. Come in and take a look at our free flow spas by Watkins that are in stock. These hot tubs plug into any outlet, are ultra energy efficient, and come with a great warranty. Plus, our expert service to back it up. Flexible financing is available. Stop into Detterdings in Kearney or Grand Island and learn more. A free flow hot tub may be just the perfect choice for you. Choose better things at Detterdings. It's a quality of life. You're watching sports on one of the many TVs, and all of a sudden, you get hungry. That's okay. If you're at Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in Kearney, they not only have all those TVs, but they cook too. You never have to stay home and watch alone. Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in Kearney has a full menu and a full bar. Jersey's offers daily lunch and dinner and drink specials. Get to Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in the Vista Point Shopping Center in North Kearney, where the game and the grill are always on. The Aurora Cooperative mobile app allows you to stay connected to your operation from anywhere. Download the app to see bids, live markets, view your invoices and statements, receive real-time scale tickets, sign contracts, receive work order notifications, pay your bill, and so much more, all from the palm of your hands. Customize your experience with this easy-to-use app and start connecting with Aurora Cooperative from wherever your farm is. Download the free Aurora Cooperative app from your phone's app store today. Contact Tracy Minky at 402-694-7682 for assistance. Cover together, we know your roots. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Steer right! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Jaron Burns' first pitch is low for a ball. Uh, Jaron Moore has final stats, 2.2 innings pitched. He gave up five hits, six runs, two walks, and he had one strikeout. And here's the pitch. And in for strike number one. That brings the count to one and one with two outs, runners on second and third. And with those last set of events, that brings the the uh, score to six to one, G.I., And a little inside pitch, foul ball brings the count to, I believe, one and two. And that foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. It'd be big to come in and get this this out. They just need to end this inning. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to have two runners in scoring position, you know, mm-hmm. got to minimize any kind of damage you can. But Grand Island and has made the most of this. Great off-speed pitch into strikeout Carter Wald. That one looked a little inside to me, but gave him the strike there. Hey, they got got it done. He came in. Now uh, Carney's got to come back at the bottom of the third inning and show them what they're made of. So it was five runs off of, I believe, four hits. 
Uh, no errors, and they left two guys in scoring position, but the damage was done as Grand Island leads Carney 6-1 to here. So we head to the bottom of 13 here on ESPN Tri-City. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Carney, voted best of Carney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. And up to bat at the bottom of the third inning, Pat Blake. After the top of the third inning, the score is now 6-1. to GI one went on a little hitting spree there. Yep, got through the entire order and then got back to Hunter Powers for... It was the last guy out, but he was the first guy up the bat. And ball is high for ball number one. And Mississippi State snapped Griff McGarry's no-hitter with a two-run home run. So now Virginia leads 4-2. to two. Ooh, snapping it with a home run. And second pitch is in for strike number one, bringing the count to 1-1. One, one. I think doing a no-hitter in any sort of playoff baseball is a – incredibly impressive feat. Like, it's like 10 times better than a regular season one. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, because, I mean, it's not like it's just any team. They're in the tournament. Yeah, so they're they one are, of the top they teams. are good. Yeah. You don't know why I didn't get the no-hitter? Because you brought it up. And the ball was in for ball number two, a deep fly ball out, and the... Ball is bobbled and dropped by center fielder Hunter Power. Nope, nope. Carter Wald. Carter Wald. My bad there. I kind of thought he was going to snag that for a bit. Yeah, and I should. I think that should be an error yes. on the scoreboard for sure. Um, that's one of those where, like, just something small affects you. He did a, gr- he did a great job running to that ball. I think it, yeah. it just caught him right in the wrong spot in the glove, and he was kind of bobbling, and it finally hit the ground. That's one of those ones that's just frustrating because it's literally like right there, and you just can't slow down enough to make the mm-hmm. grab. So that puts bat- Pat Blake at first base, up to bat Carter Krause. Krause is first at bat. He walked. Now, if Carney Jersey is going to make a move to get back into this game, 
I think it's going to have to start with Carter Kraus. Strong swing, but a miss for strike number one. Brings the count to one and one here. Pat Blake not taking a too aggressive lead at first base. No, but we have seen him steal bases before this year, and he is very good at doing mm -hmm. so. Also very good at manipulating his leads, too. Looks like low for ball number two. I wouldn't be surprised to see him try to steal. But also yeah. I'd be surprised to not see him because they might try to conserve these runs and not take any risks. Carter Krause with a little ahead of it hits the end of the bat and dribbles down the first baseline but ends up going foul. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Little chance at seeing the elusive swinging bunt there. But it did go foul. It brings the count to the great 2-2. Two and two. Runner on first base, which is Pat Blake. And here's the pitch. Off speed finishes a little bit outside, brings the count to three and two. Here at the bottom of the third. Yep, full count. Car Kraus, you know, swinging something good, swinging something you like here. And a hard grounder. Third baseman not able to control it. Rolls all the way out to the left fielder. Now, I wouldn't be surprised. Looks like they are counting that as a hit. Yeah, that's what I would do. That's a really, really tough play to make uh, mm -hmm. with a ball coming at you that fast. I don't know. It's tough. When I played, it would be like if, you hit, if it hit you. It was an error. We are probably calling it an error. But also, yeah, that was... Very hard grounder by Carter Krause. Very hard ball to control. And now that brings up Logan Arnold. Ball outside and gets past the catcher, so both runners are able to advance. Runners are at second, third now in scoring position. Prime opportunity for Carney Jerseys to get, this, get back into this game, trailing by five. You know, if you can get two runs here, all of a sudden mm -hmm. it's a three-point game, and then you still have no outs, you can still do some more damage this inning. Count is 1-0. Shallow pop fly to right field, and it is able to fall. And looks like Pat Blake will score. Yep. Krause advances to third as well. So now runners on first and third with Logan Arnold at first after that single. To me, it looked like the right fielder definitely went back first, but it looked like he thought it was going to be a lot deeper than it was. Yeah. I don't know. That one's just in that weird area between first, second, and right field where it's just tough to get to. Mm -hmm. Just kind of perfect spot. So that puts the score to 6-2. to two. Still GI. Runners on first and third. No outs. And looks like they stole the base. Line drive to center field. Easy run in for Carter Krause. Great RBI from Jaron Burns. Center field advances the runner to second base, Logan Arnold. Yeah, exactly what we talked about earlier. You know, no outs now. When you had those runners on second and third, this Looks is exactly like we're where you want to be. Having a little mound meeting here. I don't think we're going to see a pitching change. I think there's, he's just kind of telling them to slow it down, figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Chase and Hasbrook uh, checked in as a pinch runner for uh, Jaron Burns. 
So maybe that way Burns doesn't have to wear himself out running before he goes out there and pitches next inning. As the meet is just concluded, and it looks like Brock Leonard will stay out there. Still runner first and second, no outs. Great line drive from the pitcher, Jaron Burns. Could have been very dangerous if that ball was a little higher and caught by the center fielder. Could have been a potential play at first base. Yeah. He squares for the bunt, fouls it and misses. Up to bat is now Jaron Moore. Got to be able to lay down those bunts. That's just part of the fundamental, fundamentals of mm-hmm. baseball. Yeah, like I said, that was one of the downfalls of the Huskers this year is they had some guys who were not able to lay down bunts in key mm-hmm. situations sometimes. I would be surprised to see him square for it again. Here's the pitch. And a little bit outside, but called for strike number two. Brings the count to 0-2. I don't think we're going to be seeing a bun anymore. Yeah. He could have really reached out for that one if he wanted to. It's kind of in that tough position, though. I don't know. Like we said, up here is a tough view, but that one looked pretty outside. Yeah. I think if I were a pitcher outside, it's a place where I want to throw if I knew the guy was going to bun. And the third pitch is in high for ball number three. It's tough because if you miss that first pitch that you show a bunt, they kind of – they kind of know you're bunting now, so mm-hmm. they can kind of try to pitch around it, make it tougher on you. That's why sometimes it's important to lay down that first one. Count is one and two. And a foul ball. Still brings count one and two. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Jared Moore putting up a little fight here now. Still runner on first and second with no outs. Wow, Mississippi State just had a three-run home run to give them the five to four lead. Over so just Virginia. Over Virginia, yeah. Dang, that that changed quite a so, from a no hitter to Yeah, to five runs just like that. Is that so wait, they've hit two home runs now? Yep. And another pitch is in for ball brings the count to the elusive two and two count. So they've hit a two run home run and a three run home run. I'll take that. Here's the pitch. Line drive to right center field, and looks like they're sending the first runner home. Great hit by Jarrett Moore. Runner advances home and third base. So Logan Arnold scores. Jaron Burns advances to third. Jason Hasbrook. Uh, yep, Hasbrook, my bad. But, yep. And it looks like we're going to have another mound visit, and this will probably be it for Brock Myers' night. So, yep, we will have a pitching change. So, we will have a new pitcher when we come back. Grand Island U Save leads Carney Jersey 6 to 4 here in the bottom of third inning with runners on first and third for Carney Jerseys and no outs. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. 
Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Get a four-person hot tub for under $5,000. I'm Doug Detterding. Come in and take a look at our free-flow spas by Watkins that are in stock. These hot tubs plug into any outlet, are ultra-energy efficient, and come with a great warranty. Plus, our expert service to back it up. Flexible financing is available. Stop into Detterdings in Kearney or Grand Island and learn more. A free-flow hot tub may be just the perfect choice for you. Choose better things at Detterdings. It's a quality of life. Welcome back to Memorial Field. Grand Island, you save leads Carney Jersey, 6-4. Gage Brockmeyer, two innings pitched. He gave up six runs, or four runs, excuse me, off of six hits, two walks, and two strikes. Pitching now is Aiden Baran. Up to bat, I believe, is Caden Peterson. Peterson fouls off a bunt on his first pitch. That to him. foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. So the second baseman, Keys, moved to first, and uh, Brockmeyer is now at second for Grand Island U-Save. Still no outs. And ball, can't recall ball, looked like it went right across the middle up here. Yeah, that, <laughs> that looked like a pretty good pitch to me as well. That brings um, the count now to one and one, runner still in first and third. And a soft grounder uh, hit to the third baseman for the out. Third baseman, Evan Guideson, able to make the play. Chasen Hasbrook does go home, though, so now the score mm-hmm. is 6-5. to five. You save. And Jarrett Moore advances to second. So now that puts uh, Jarrett Moore at second base as the lone runner. Score 6-5. to five. Should be one out. And yeah. brings up Evan Poland. Poland, last time he was up to bat, uh, grounded out to second base. Just a little bit inside, called for strike number one. Got some big clouds coming this way. Yeah. But I don't think they look threatening at all. Hopefully. I don't know. They look a little ominous. And a little, oh, great, great read by the third baseman. Again, out at first. It was a great read on those hops by Evan Guideson. Yeah, Guideson, two straight great plays, you know, out there to him. That's not an easy throw to make from third to first as well. And, and sometimes, it look easy. sometimes that ball on this turf, if you don't field it on that second hop, it comes at you a lot faster. Yeah. He was able to read it perfectly. Brings them to two outs now at the bottom of the third. Isaac Becker up to bat. Pitch outside and low for ball number one. Big inning for both teams. Yeah, lots of runs scored the same. It's definitely been a long game. Both teams have looked really even so far. Mm-hmm. Here's the pitch. A little bit of an off speed. Becker's a little bit ahead of it for strike number one. Brings up the count to one and one. 
Jared Moore not taking too aggressive a lead at second base. Ball across the middle for strike number two. We can count to one and two. You know, you really want to tie the game here. You've come this far. Mm -hmm. You have more hits than Grand Island. You just you kind of want to take advantage of this as much as you can here. You just want to even it up. Yeah. And outside, kind of fought off by Isaac Becker. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Count still one and two. Anything like that, you just got to fight off, you know? Yeah. Until something good comes along. Just a bit outside for ball number two, and here we are. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. And Brand lines up for the pitch. Look maybe a bit low for ball number three. Brings the count to three and two. Our full count with two outs at the bottom of the third inning. That big-time pitch here. Grand Island really wants to get out of this inning with the lead. It's like a fly ball out to center field. And he, uh, their center fielder, Carter Wald, is able to make the play. So Carney does a lot of damage. But they are able to get four runs off of, let's see, there were a lot of hits saying one, two, three, four, four hits. Uh, no, let's see, was there an error? Uh, there was one error at the start of the inning on Pat Blake's uh, that drop out in center field. So there was that one error, and they left one man on second. We will head to the top of the fourth inning. This inning change brought to you by Buffalo Roofing for your roofing, siding, and gutter needs. Six to five, Grand Island, you save leads. Carney Jersey's here as we head to the top of the fourth. You're watching sports on one of the many TVs, and all of a sudden, you get hungry. That's okay. If you're at Jersey's Sports Bar and Grill in Carney, they not only have all those TVs, but they cook too. You never have to stay home and watch alone. Jersey's Sports Bar and Grill in Carney has a full menu and a full bar. Jersey's offers daily lunch and dinner and drink specials. Get to Jersey's Sports Bar and Grill in the Vista Point Shopping Center in North Carney, where the game and the grill are always on. If you want to work for one of the area's leading agricultural cooperatives, then you should listen to this. Aurora Cooperative has several positions available at its ethanol plant in Aurora, including ethanol maintenance mechanic, ethanol instrumentation technician, ethanol material handler, and ethanol production operator. Aurora Co-op offers very competitive wages and an extremely generous benefits package. Yes, they really are that good. Apply online today at auroracoop.com. Aurora Cooperative is an equal opportunity employer. Here we are at the top of the fourth inning. Up to bat now, second baseman, Gage Brockmeyer. And looks like the pitch is just a little bit outside for ball number one. Once again, it's fan appreciation night here at Memorial Field. Lots of fun stuff going on, trivia questions, stuff like that. Looks like a fly ball foul, and the first baseman is able to make the play. The first baseman, Jarrett Moore. Just an easy little routine play. F3 in the scorebooks. So, getting back to those trivia questions.
questions. One of them was, uh, who sung the song Danger, Danger Zone? It was made famous because of Top Gun. Any clue, Thomas? <laughs> I have no idea. It was uh, Kenny Loggins. Ah. So, there's one of them. The other one was named Four Members of the Beatles, which I don't think I can do. Off the top of my head. Mm, I don't think I could do it either. And the first pitch is in for a ball for ball number one. Up to bat, Tegan Lemko. Low for ball number two. Pitching number 18, Jaron Burns. Count is now 2-0 with one out. Top of the fourth inning. And looks like it's able to scratch the outside corner for strike number one. Brings the count up to 2-1. and one. Royals lead 6-3, top of the eighth. So they were able to get four runs in the eighth inning. Hard grounder to the shortstop. Easy field and out. Great play by Pat Blake out there. Just a nice routine. 6-3. And that brings it to two outs. Completely different from last inning. Yeah. No, I mean, Jaron Burns has really come in here. He's pitched well. I don't know how many pitches he's in now. Nine pitches in now. Ten pitches in now. Up to bat now, Evan Guideson. Shallow pop-up and is not center fielder is not able to make the play. I think that's just a tough that was put in a tough yeah. spot, you know. I think that was a single shouldn't be in that'll, there. That that'll be a hit. I was just put right in that spot where it's too far for the shortstop, too kind of too far for the fielder. Like we've said before, it's kind of tough to judge our, our depth perception yeah. in this booth. So I don't know really how deep it's going to go. So now we are at two outs, runner on first base, up to bat, Price Ostermeyer, who's had a single and flown out. Pitch looked good, but in for ball number one. Ostermeyer waving those bugs around his face, too, I think. Must be pretty bad down there. Yeah. You wouldn't think turf would attract a whole lot of bugs, but I guess maybe... You'd be surprised. It'd be warm, I guess. In for strike number one. Bugs like to just hang out everywhere. Yeah. It's that time of year. Oh, yeah. It's nice about baseball. You got At least you got pants on so they can't bite your legs. Yeah. But they're always chilling everywhere else. Here's the pitch. Low and outside for ball number two. Up to bat, Price Ostermeyer. Pitching is Jaron Burns. Count is 2-1, two outs, top of the fourth inning. Runner at first base. Here's the pitch. And a swing and a miss for strike number two. And here we are again with two balls, two strikes, two outs. Sadly, the pitcher is now wearing number two. Sadly. As we saw earlier with Ethan Foley. Not as fun anymore. Lines up for the pitch. And here it is. Off speed and a swing strikeout looking. Yeah, that one kind of just caught Ostermeyer like he ducked like he was thought he thought it was coming right at his head. Mm-hmm. And then, nope, curved right back into the strike zone and, like I said, caught him looking on that one. So it's no runs off of that one hit, no errors, nobody left on base. 
We will head to the bottom of the fourth inning here on ESPN Tri Cities with Grand Island. You save leaning Curry Jersey six to five. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Steer right! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. And welcome back, folks. Started a little late. The first pitch was in uh, for to Colin Fruling, which he fouled it off, and the ball was put close to the wall. And the catcher tried to make a play and ended up running into it. It's Tegan Lemcal. Looks like. Maybe an arm injury or something. I think he maybe smacked his arm and maybe some of the concrete over there. Great effort by him. It looks like he's getting up. Yeah, shouldn't be too long, so we won't take a won't take a timeout here. Maybe just a bit of a stinger. Yeah. Maybe he's got a little scratch on there. I don't know. Great I, effort by him, but I think that injury we saw earlier in the five points game. Uh, to Caleb Richards mm-hmm. was more of just like concussion protocol yeah, I know. type I've been... stuff, taking a shot to, you know, the face. At one, I know it wasn't the head, but one time when I was playing, I took a ball, took a grounder to the throat. And I know and that I know they checked, they checked me for concussion right on the spot, but they, they let me stay in. So. All right. Well, now up to bat, Colin Fruling. Count is 0-1. After that foul ball, and that foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. And a swing and a miss, bringing the count to 0-2. So that Mississippi State inning finally ended. I believe that was the eighth inning, bottom of the eighth, uh, or top of the eighth. They had six runs, six hits, two home runs, and there were four Virginia pitchers. It's like a high fly ball out to center field and an easy... Play for Carter Wald, bringing him to one out. F8 in the score books. Bringing it up to bat, Pat Blake, the shortstop. But four Virginia pitchers they went through in that one inning. Is it four? Four. That's crazy. I've got a feeling some of those guys probably hadn't pitched much. Yeah. 
Line drive to shallow right field for a base hit by Pat Blake. Pat Blake has reached on all three at-bats he's had. You know, two singles, and he reached on error last inning. Mm-hmm. I think his first at-bat, he had that single, reached third, and it reached an error and scored. So, I mean, he's one for two in scoring when he's on base. Yep. He's done a very nice job here tonight so far. Up to bat now, Carter Krause. Hard grounder to the second baseman. The play, he's out at second base, and they're able to take the double play to end the inning. I believe that was a 4-6-3 double play. That ball was just put in a perfect place for second baseman. Gage Brockmeyer and the shortstop, Michael Moreno, to make a perfect double play. Yeah, and just, you know, Carter Krause probably isn't going to run a play like that too often, and so he has to be really careful not to hit plays like that. But nonetheless, it is no runs off of one hit, no errors, and Carney Jersey's left one man on base. We will go to the top of the fifth inning. This inning change brought to you by Buffalo Roofing for your roofing. Sighting and guard needs six to five. Grand Island you save leads Carney jerseys after four innings. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted Best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. Welcome back to Carney Jerseys versus GI in the top of the fifth inning. And two pitches have been thrown, and the count is one and one. Man, last inning completely different from the one before. Yeah, just no runs last inning, and then you only had nine runs the end before, and just been kind of a wild game here tonight we've seen. Kind of up and down. Wise. Ball number two in the dirt. Up to bat is Michael Moreno. Pitching still Jaron Burns. Count two and one. Top of the fifth inning. Yep, Jaron Burns is uh, 19 pitches in, so he's done pretty well in relief of uh, Jarrett Moore. And here's the pitch. Just a bit outside for ball number three, bringing the count to three and one. You just can't have walks. You just put it in there and make your defense make a play. Yeah. 
And ball inside for walk. I believe that's the first walk that Jaron Burns has had. When did he come in to start pitching? Uh, I believe the second out of the third inning. So I think he's had one walk. Carter Wald. Uh, maybe. Yep. Yep, you'd be correct. Yep. Squares to the bunt. Or no, high. you wouldn't be incorrect. Sorry. High bunt and foul for Aiden Keys. He started at the Gage Brockmeyer mark, I believe. Uh, or at the Tegan Lemkow mark. Okay, so I wasn't wrong. You were wrong. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, that bunt was fouled, and that foul ball was brought to you by Great Ocean Bank, making life great. Count is 0-1. Runner steals, swing, and another foul ball, which is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. The runner has to go back to first base, getting a little cardio in today. Always good to get that cardio in. He's just looking out for his teammates. Count is 0-2. No outs, runner on first. And here's the pitch. And able to do a short line drive to fall right in front of the right fielder. And they're able to get it in to keep that runner at second base. And that is a base hit for Aiden Keys. And Michael Marino now at second base. So runners at first and second. No outs. Top of the fifth inning. Up to bat now, number 19, Aiden Baran, the pitcher. Wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see a bunt here. Yeah, that's what I think I'd try and to do. a hard cut, no bunt, has swing and a miss, brings the count to 0-1. You know, I haven't seen them be too successful with bunts today other than that one that went right the car across in a very, in the same exact situation as this, mm-hmm. actually. Another hard cut, but right to the left of the foul line. And that foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Brings the count to 0 and 2. You know, when I think about it, Grant, I don't know how many successful bunts I have seen laid down here when we've been doing this. Yeah, you haven't really. Yeah, we haven't seen too many. You know, as a mm. whole this year, you're right. It's not something that's been very well done. And a hard grounder to the shortstop, and we see another double play made. Brings it to two outs. It still advances Michael Miranda to third. Aiden Keys out at second, and Aiden Baran out at first base. That would be a 6-4-3. Uh, yep. Short stop to the second baseman to the first baseman. Great play by, if I can find them, Isaac Becker and Pat Blake. Brings the two outs. Runner still on third base. Off-speed pitch in for strike number one. Batter up is Hunter Powers. You know, after that double play, Jaron Burns thought the inning was over, so he was halfway <laughs> to the dugout before he realized they still got one more uh, out to get here. It happens to the best of us. Get a little excited. Here's the pitch. Fouled off for strike number two. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. And what a turn of the inning. You know, they had a runner on. Runner on second, and runner on first, second, or whatever, and no outs. And now there's two outs and runner on third. They could easily get out of here without a run. 
Ball. No, ball outside. Little, no, ball a little outside for strike number three. I thought that one looked a little out, but hey. Got the strikeout nonetheless. Mm -hmm. So it is no runs off of that one hit, no errors, uh, and one man left on third. So we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. Carney Jersey's trails. Grand Island, you saved six to five here on ESPN Tri-Cs. Get a four-person hot tub for under $5,000. I'm Doug Detterding. Come in and take a look at our free flow spas by Watkins that are in stock. These hot tubs plug into any outlet, are ultra energy efficient, and come with a great warranty. Plus, our expert service to back it up. Flexible financing is available. Stop into Detterdings in Kearney or Grand Island and learn more. A free flow hot tub may be just the perfect choice for you. Choose better things at Detterdings. It's a quality of life. You're watching sports on one of the many TVs, and all of a sudden, you get hungry. That's okay. If you're at Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in Kearney, they not only have all those TVs, but they cook, too. You never have to stay home and watch alone. Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in Kearney has a full menu and a full bar. Jersey's offers daily lunch and dinner and drink specials. Get to Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in the Vista Point Shopping Center in North Kearney, where the game and the grill are always on. Are you looking to get the next 10 to 20 bushels on your farm? Tune in to our weekly Bushel Up series with Brandon Hamer this growing season. Don't miss a week as each episode will cover timely tips regarding nutrient, weed, disease, and insect pressures with guidance on proper application windows. Follow Brandon as he uses his agronomic expertise to farm alongside you in our Owner's Acres fields. Catch our weekly Bushel Up series on our Owner's Acres YouTube channel or watch it on our Aurora Cooperative Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. We look forward to helping you Bushel Up this growing season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Here we are, back, bottom of the fifth inning. Up to bat, Logan Arnold. Here comes the pitch. Still a little bit outside for ball number one. GI not able to score any runs in the top of the fifth. The score is still 6-5. to five. Count is 1-0. and A little bit of an off-speed pitch popped up, and the play is made by the first baseman, I can find him. Aiden Keys. Be a F3 in the playbooks. Out number one. Up to bat, Jaron Burns. Bottom of the fifth, one out. Uh, Virginia was able to hit a home run in the bottom of the eighth. A solo home run, bringing score to six to five, and they. Go to the ninth with Mississippi State leading six to five now. Hard foul ball to the left for strike number one. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. So another some people think we're not going to break the home run record in the College World Series, mm -hmm. but and <laughs> it's favoring your way tonight. <laughs> There's three in this game alone. Here comes the pitch. Maybe just a bit low for ball number one, bringing the count to one and one. Let's look at your poll question real quick. I don't think many people voted on it. 68% said no, 32% said yes. What? And a short chopper again foul down the third baseline for strike number two, and that foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. What is the home run record? I, don't, I tried looking it up. I know we talked about it on the show, but I could not find the actual number. 
Here's the pitch. Able to hold back low. Brings the count to two and two. Carney. Jersey's only down by one run at the bottom of the fifth. Both teams with seven hits. And a little foul ball off his foot. Going to keep him in the box. Still two and two. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Like I said earlier, both teams with seven hits, although GI has one error. I think it's 15 home runs in the CWS. Here's the... I don't think he swan. I don't think they checked the first base ump, and he called him no swing. Brings the count to three and two. The record is only 15. I feel like yeah, they're very close already. Broken in 2016. So there might be a good chance with three tonight. Deep shot to left field. Looks like he's getting under it. And left fielder, number six, Price Ostermeyer, easily making the play. F7? F7. About to say that, and <laughs> that's two outs at the bottom of the fifth here. Up to bat now, Jarrett Moore. No one on base. Looking to get something started here. Yeah, just after that explosion of the third inning, we haven't really seen any action at all. Been a lot of zeros on the scoreboard. Yeah, and the ball is low in the dirt for ball number one. Count 1-0, two outs. And pitch looks like low for ball number two. Count 2-0. Begins the windup. Pitch outside for ball number three. You know, Baron has been... Pitching mostly strikes so far. You know, 19 mm -hmm. strikes thrown out at 29. So this is really an odd little series for him. You know, I think one of the pitches might have been called a strike. I was looking at the scoreboard. So I believe it is now 3-1. and one. Yeah, that last one was just called a strike. Mm -hmm. But, you know, 30 total pitches for Braun so far. Shallow fly ball to the center fielder. And he is able to make the play. That center fielder is Carter Wald, number 12. All fly balls that inning. Yeah, and that's kind of nice shot by Baron to, you know, flip a 3-0 count into a, mm -hmm. a fly out. To center field. So at that, one, two, three, Carney jerseys goes here in the bottom of the fifth thing. We head to the top of the six. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. The same change brought to you by Buffalo Roofing. For your roofing, siding, and garden needs, Grand Island, you save. Uh, leads Carney Jersey 6-5 to five here as we head to the top of the sixth inning. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Carney Legion baseball team. We'd like to wish all the athletes good luck 
Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. And welcome back to Carney Jerseys versus Grand Island. Up to bat is Carter Wald. First pitch is in for a ball. Not much shown from either teams these past two innings. The whole after that yeah. big push in the third inning, it's a whole lot of zeros on the scoreboard now. Bats have really slowed down here in this game. And the second pitch is in for a strike, bringing the count to one and one. Top of the sixth inning. Swing and a foul ball off of his foot, bringing the count to one and two. Foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Up to bat, still Carter Wald. And a slow grounder to the third baseman. And the first baseman bobbled the scoop and he is able to make it. We'll wait to see if they call that a base hit or an error. Error. Looks like they called an error. That's what I would call it. Throw was a little short. Yeah, that tough third to first throw. Not easy to make, but still. Mm-hmm. When it's right there in your glove, that's just a frustrating play right there. Up to bat now, Gage Brockmeyer. Ball inside for strike number one. I'd like to say for first baseman, it might be a little easier to scoop just because it's turf and it's a lot more predictable. Mm-hmm. But that one just, I think it bounced off the turf kind of hard and yeah. into his glove. Here's the pitch. Four, strike number two, a swing and a miss. Brings the count to 0-2. Runner on first base, which is Carter Wall. Here's the pitch. And another foul ball to fight off the inside pitch. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Who are at the top of the sixth inning. Count is 0-2, no outs. Runner on first base. The 
begins the windup. Here's the pitch. Very outside and gets past the catcher, and the runner is able to advance to second base. Yeah, Evan Pullen's done a great job of getting in front of those tonight. There's mm-hmm. been a lot like that. and You haven't seen that happen often. Yeah. Not able to stay in front of that, that one That pitch was a little wild. Give him that one. So the count is now one and two with the runner on second base. And another swing and a foul ball. Really fighting off those pitches here. Count is still one and two. Yeah, no outs. You know, every pitch brings that runner closer to another base. Mm -hmm. With, you know, probably 30 pitches in now, getting a little fatigued here as Jaron Burns almost 40 pitches in. Here's the pitch. And in the dirt again, and I believe it bounced over him and hit the umpire. So the runner is able to advance to third base now. Very well in scoring position, and the count is now 2-2. And that's just Gage Brockmeyer finding a way to stay in this at-bat and making Jaron Burns pitch in the ball and Mm -hmm. make sure you stay alive here. Here's the pitch. Another outside and low for ball number three. Count is now full of three and two. I believe this started 0-2. Yeah, correct? I, I wouldn't be surprised if he walks to see a mound visit here. Hard grounder down the third baseline, but called foul. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Count is still three and two. Tell you, Gage Brockmeyer is doing a great job of making uh, Jaron Burns pitch to him. Yeah, yeah, Jaron Burns. You know, those first two innings didn't throw a lot of pitches that he was in, but now he's. I mean, they've got to be getting close to ten pitches here, and a line drive hard grounder right down the middle of the field, and that is an RBI single for Gage Brockmeyer, scoring Caden Wald, bringing the score to seven to five. Still no outs at the top of the sixth inning. Just right down the middle, you know, that sweet spot. That's just Nothing a great job better. fighting off and able that, scoring a run. That was a great at-bat from Brockmire, you know, just from staying mm-hmm. alive. And, and then he ends it with a single. So And they throw, at, they throw it to first base to try to get him out, but he is called safe. He was able to advance Wald without really doing anything either, just mm-hmm. making Jaron Burns pitch to him. Batters up his T and Lemkow. And looks like a almost a short little one that fell down the right field line but called foul. That foul ball was brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. That was very close to being in, and that could have been a kind of a dangerous yeah. hit because that would have definitely advanced Brockmire uh, to, to third base, putting him in easy scoring position. So the count is now 0-1. High and inside for ball number one. The count is now 1-1 with no outs. Oh, there is lightning in those clouds in the distance. Really? Yeah. Off speed across the middle for strike number two. Not sure they're really coming our way though. I don't. The way the radar was moving, there, they're just waving as they fly by. 
Count now one and two. Here's the pitch. Hard grounder to the third baseman. Out at bobbled the ball, but still got him out at second base. Yeah. Uh, uh, I really... Isaac Becker out there just kind of pleading his case to the field judge. Carter Krause able to make that play to Isaac Becker. That ball was definitely bobbled. I thought we were going to see another good double play there. But, hey, you know what? They can settle with one out. And get that lead runner out. And looks mm-hmm. like we got a pinch hitter in here for Grand Island U save. As looking up number four is Gregorio Rodriguez Villegas. Not getting a huge lead off over there at first base. And a swing and a foul ball into the dirt for strike number one. So 0 and 1 count with one out, runner on first base. Peaks at the runner on first. Gets the line. Here's the pitch. And a short foul ball that fell right in front of the dugout. Not able to make that play. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Brings the count to 0-2. Jaren Burns really needs to get out of this batter faster. He can't afford to play around like he did with mm-hmm. Gage Rockmeyer. Not taking a huge lead at first base, taking them out. Yeah, kind of a wider stance, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you can really probably plant off that back foot. I think they were able to get him at second base. Great play by shortstop Pat Blake. Yeah, just kind of going on down on one knee, scooping it up and twisting his entire body to churn and make the throw to Isaac Becker at second. And, you know, they've been able to do that twice now, get the lead runner in this inning, and it's really working for them. As it looks like Price Ostermeyer up the bat with two outs and a man on first. Swing and a miss for strike number one. Jaron Burns just threw his 50th pitch. Count is 0-1 with two outs, top of the... Sixth inning, score seven to five, GI. Just a little bit high for ball number one. Count one one. Man, that cloud is cool. <laughs> and I really hope it goes by. It's like it makes for some cool scenery here at Memorial Field. Hard grounder in the third division, not able to make a play all the way out to left field. Looks like they're able to keep the runner at second base. So that will be a single from Price Ostermeyer. Dancing runner to second base. Runners at second and first now. Up to bat is Michael Moreno. The shortstop. Still two outs in the inning. Nice job by Kane Pearson, you know, to run up on that one. That's in a tough spot mm-hmm. out there down that left field line. Make sure the runner's A wild pitch more. gets away from him. Almost hits the batter but gets by. Advances the runners to second and third now. I'm going to take the blame for that one. 
I mean, I, I credit Peterson for, you know, being able to hold the runners out of scoring position and then one bad pitch and they're in prime scoring position now. It seems like it's always your fault, Grant, yeah. you know? I just got that <laughs> announcer's jinx with me. So the count uh, in for a strike. The count now is one and one on Michael Moreno. Runners still on second and third, two outs. Play can easily be made at first base. Oh, off-speed line drive at the pitcher. And Jaron Burns with a great snag. That He was like he was trying to dodge it on that one. And as he was dodging it, just put his glove up. And that was a crazy. You see that happen awesome occasionally. Play. Like he just tried to drop and get out of the way of that. I mean, the scoreboard says awesome right now. I don't think yeah. we've seen that all year. That's. He's just lucky that ball didn't take off his head. That I mean, that was that was probably two runs right there on that one play if he Easy. doesn't make that grab. And it changed this game from being a two-run game into a four-run game right there on that play. As that was, then he had one run off of, let's see, only one hit. Lots of fielders choices. There was one error, and they left two guys on uh, scoring position at second and third. We will go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Grand Island U Save leads Carney Jersey six to five or seven to five, excuse me, here on Carney ESPN Tri C. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Carney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. We welcome Autumn Ambler with eight years of experience in speech and language pathology as well as voice and swallowing disorders. She brings with her several certifications in swallowing and voice treatment, ASHA certified, and develops plans to maximize and meet each individual's needs providing the highest quality care to everyone ent physicians of carney and family hearing center specializing in you 10 years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between buffalo roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product from storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters buffalo roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job trust the company that has built itself on trust Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. <laughs> and welcome back to the bottom of the sixth inning. Up to bat, Caden Peterson. Looks like ball was low and outside for ball number one. Top of the inning. Great play by uh, no, nope. great play by Jaden Burns to end the inning. Line drive right at him. Kind of closed his eyes and prayed and managed to end up. Pitches in for ball number two, almost hit the batter. Yeah, and we're starting to get up there on Aiden Burns' uh, pitch count. I guess only 32, mm-hmm. which is nothing compared to Jaren Burns, who's around 50 right now. But Count is 2-0. and And here's the pitch. Called for strike, scratches that outside corner. Count now two and one. GI able able to score one run at the top of the inning to put it up seven to five. Carney needs to respond. Low and outside four ball number three. Both teams with a seven and thirteen record here tonight. Mm-hmm. As uh, Carney Jersey's beat GIU save eleven to six on Sunday, but like we said earlier. 
rematches can be a little different sometimes. Here's the pitch. And ball four. Caden Pearson has walked. Vince to first base. Now it's about Evan Pollen, the catcher. Who I believe has grounded out twice. To third base and second base. Yep. That's what I have as well. Caden Pearson taking a decent lead at first base. Pitch outside for ball number one. Lines up for the pitch. Line drive right past the third baseman, the left fielder. Able to get it in to hold that runner at second base, and that is a base hit for Evan Poland. Advancing the runner to second. Yeah, nice job by the bottom of the order here by Kane Pearson and Evan Pullen. You know, seven and eight hitters Looks now. Looks like they're bringing in a pinch runner for Evan Pullen. Is that Riley Galloway? I believe you may be right. But like I was saying, bottom of the order, now you're getting to the top and you already have two guys who mm-hmm. could potentially score. They're putting themselves in good position here for this Up inning. Up to Isaac Becker now. Number 19 is Riley Galloway. Riley Galloway, there, first, first base, base pinch running now. Runners on first and second with no outs. Bottom of the sixth inning. Taking a look at the runner on second. And a show bunt, but high pitch for ball number one. A bunt right here, I think, would be huge. Yeah. Yeah. Down two runs, getting a guy on second and third. Tie this game up. Take it to the seventh inning. Count 1-0. Here's the pitch. Shows bunt, but pulls back in another ball. Good pullback there. You know, well, mm-hmm. would have been very hard if he would have bunted him. I think he probably would have hit the ground and then popped up maybe right to the pitcher or something. And maybe not. Maybe you got to try giving him a little higher strike here. He shows the bunt again. And be. outside strike. I don't know about that one, but. Yeah, I think it was close enough that you yeah. just decided to give it to him. Don't want to give him three straight It doesn't balls seem on the like bunt. these carny batters really like that outside pitch, yeah. so why not put it there? That one looks pretty See, good. Yeah, I mean, that looked right in the same place, but that's for ball number three. Count now is three and one. Runner still on first and second. No outs. I think he'd probably have one more shot to lay down and bunt here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it's a ball, pull back. Short dribbler. And get managed to get past the pitcher. So now the bases are loaded. I believe they will call it. And they call it a hit. Yeah. I don't know. That one, that's a 50-51 between a hit and an error to me. Cause the thing is. That it's... just seems like a routine play. I don't think he actually touched the ball. Yeah, so it's probably a hit because of that. Uh huh. So now bases are loaded with no outs. Up to bat, top of the lineup, Colin Fruling. Fruling 0 for 3 on the day, so he's probably due. Ball low and outside. Count is now 1 and 0. No outs. Bases loaded. Great opportunity here for Carney Jerseys. Inside, swing and a miss for strike number one. 
just needs something here. Yeah. And yeah, even get... like a sack fly. Mm-hmm. You know, just get one of those runs, and then maybe you can bunt again and then uh, play your cards with card cross. I mean, Pat Blake's been on fire today, too, so. Ball looks like low and outside. Brings the count to two and one. Noticed, I believe the first and third baseman are playing shallow. They might try to make a play at home here if they get the chance. Another pitch outside for three and one. And, man, it seems like that spot's been hitting it all day. Yeah. That one, that one seemed a bit more outside than usual. Mm-hmm. But I definitely don't want to walk him here. Yeah, I want to make him earn it. And ball number four, walking in a run. And that will be Caden Peterson scoring off the walk, who actually walked himself. Yeah. Looks like we're having a mound meeting. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a little pitching change here. With Pat Blake coming up, I would think you got to look into it. Baran has thrown 48 total pitches, 22 balls, 26 strikes. He's stretching that arm out a little and bit. And as they're meeting here, I am starting to notice some of that lightning in the cloud back there. Yeah. Nebraska can produce some pretty cool clouds. It doesn't. It looks like it's going right by us, though, the way. Earlier, it kind of looked like it was coming towards us, you know, at the very, very beginning. But now it's going right by us. Not The wind hasn't picked up too much, a little bit, but not too much since we started here today. I would Actually say. Open a, able to open the window all the way because there's a nice breeze blowing and it's not 100% humidity. Up to bat now, Pat Blake, shortstop. Traces, Turned out to be a pretty nice thing. Yeah, bases loaded, no outs. And a fly ball that looks like it will go foul and Ooh. almost takes out a kid. Yeah, about four of them scrambling <laughs> for that ball. A little girl, or is that a little boy got it? A little boy got it. Brings the count to 0-1. That foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. That could have turned out very bad. Yeah. But, hey. Builds character. I was hoping that one kid with the glove would, would catch <laughs> it. It looked like it was going towards him at first. Count is 0-1. Uh, deep hit. Foul right field. Four strike number two. Again, that foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Make, making life great. Pack Blake just needs to get something in play here. They're down one run. Uh, Mississippi State won six to five. So now they're two and zero oh in the CWS. And line drive down the middle of the field. Looks like it's going to be scoring two runs. The ball is going home. And oh. it looks like the catcher had no idea the runner was even going. I think he could have made. Potentially yeah, made the play had, there. Wim Cow definitely would have made that play there. He just, I think he was, he thought he was in such good position. He didn't even think the runner coming around third, yeah, Isaac like, Becker, was even willing to, you know, run. Or Riley Galloway was coming around third, I believe. Riley Galloway came in for Evan Pullen. So it was Isaac Becker. It looked like, I believe that was the pitcher that was backing up, didn't tell him that the runner was actually going. Yeah. He was not happy about it. But two RBI single for Pat Blake gives Carney Jerseys the 8-7 to seven lead here in the bottom of the sixth. 
Strike number one to Carter Krause. Runners are at first and second. Big hit from Pat Blake. And that's just give credit to the bottom of the lineup there for being able to everyone getting on base and then getting to the top of the lineup. Yeah. Yeah, that bottom of the lineup really, really set them mm-hmm. up so well. The count is now 0-2. And, and another line drive to left field. And it looks like they are sending the runner to home. And there's no one at third base. And that should be out. And they got him out a little bit aggressive of a play by, Pat I believe, Blake. Pat Blake. But they were able to get the out. Still Colin Freeling able to score. Brings scored a 9-7. to seven. Carney jerseys, but one out now. Another pitching meeting coming up. One out. Carter Krause able to make it to second base on that single. We are going to be seeing a pitching change here from GI. Looks like... See Jaron Bur- or excuse me, Aiden Barron with 53 total pitches. Number 10, which number 10, which yep, gotta look at our roster. Uh, so with that, we are here in the bottom of six. Carney jerseys with four runs here in the bottom of six. They got a man on second. They lead nine to seven. As we got pitching change for Grand Island, you say don't go anywhere. This is. Carney Jersey's Baseball and ESPN Tri-Cities. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at at headtotheshed.com. Get a four-person hot tub for under $5,000. I'm Doug Detterding. Come in and take a look at our free flow spas by Watkins that are in stock. These hot tubs plug into any outlet, are ultra energy efficient, and come with a great warranty. Plus, our expert service to back it up. Flexible financing is available. Stop into Detterding's in Kearney or Grand Island and learn more. A free flow hot tub may be just the perfect choice for you. Choose better things at Detterdings. It's a quality of life. And welcome back. It looks like they have number 10, Peyton Gangwish, pitching. And up to bat is number 16, Logan Arnold. Yep, uh, final numbers for Aiden Barani pitched 53 total pitches, 4.1 innings pitched, four hits. Five runs given up, two walks, and he had no strikeouts on the day. First pitch is in for a strike. There is a runner on second base with one out. Here's the pitch. And strike number two. Reaching for it a bit. The count is now 0-2. Bottom of the sixth inning. 
Yeah. So after this, Grand Island will have one last chance to get two runs unless Crane Jerseys extends their lead here. Almost once if it's able to hold back on the outside pitch. Brings the count to one and two. Uh, that's probably old. It's going to give it Suns update. Clippers, or Suns lead the Clippers with a minute 43 in the third, 73 to 67. Foul ball, keeping the count of one and two, and that foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Uh, Royals beat the Yankees tonight, six to five, your final. Here's the pitch, and a swing and a miss for out number two. Up to bat now, Jaron Burns. First batter Peyton Gangwish faces is a strikeout. Swinging. Got one more strikeout than the guy he replaced. Line drive, able to stop by the second baseman and able to make the play. Great play by uh, Brockmeyer. Yep, Brockmeyer, great throw to Keys, you know. Just able to get in front of it, stop it, and then pick it up, twist his entire body, and make that play. As we will head to the top of the seventh inning, Grand Island will be, have one last chance to score two runs as they trail nine to seven. In that inning, Carney scored uh, four runs off of, let's see, two hits, or no, four hits, way more than that, four hits, no errors. And they left uh, Kraus on base. We will head to the top of the seventh. Crying Jersey's leads 9-7 to seven here on ESPN Tri-Cities. You're watching sports on one of the many TVs, and all of a sudden, you get hungry. That's okay. If you're at Jersey's Sports Bar and Grill in Kearney, they not only have all those TVs, but they cook, too. You never have to stay home and watch alone. Jersey's Sports Bar and Grill in Kearney has a full menu and a full bar. Jersey's offers daily lunch and dinner and drink specials. Get to Jersey's Sports Bar and Grill in the Vista Point Shopping Center in North Kearney, where the game and the grill are always on. Are you looking to get the next 10 to 20 bushels on your farm? Tune in to our weekly Bushel Up series with Brandon Hamer this growing season. Don't miss a week as each episode will cover timely tips regarding nutrient, weed, disease, and insect pressures with guidance on proper application windows. Follow Brandon as he uses his agronomic expertise to farm alongside you in our Owner's Acres fields. Catch our weekly Bushel Up series on our Owner's Acres YouTube channel or watch it on our Aurora Cooperative Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. We look forward to helping you Bushel Up this growing season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Welcome back. Top of the seventh here on ESPN 1460 and 92.1 FM. Score update for you. Grand Island Home Federal be uh, Carney runs it tonight, 9-6. to six. And it looks like uh, UTAN beat Fort Calhoun Seniors 3-2. to two. Yeah. Not a huge fan. Played Fort, played Fort Calhoun a lot in my day. Rival of... I don't even Concordia. say it right. We all... There. They were always our home opener. Gotcha. And not even our home. They were, our, they were always our first game, not our home opener. Up to bat now is Aiden Keyes, and he's able to hit a line drive to right field to make it on base. That's his second hit of the day. Strong start from Grand or Island. Third hit of the day. If they are not able to score at least two runs this 
inning, the game will be over. Both teams with 10 hits and one error. It's been kind of a slugfest out here. Today. Yeah, it's been a very even game, you know, just back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Up to bat now, I believe, is Aiden Baran. Yep, and he fouls off the first pitch for strike number one, and that foul ball is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. You know, and Grand Island got that 6-1 to one lead in that third inning. We thought it was, you know, kind of over from there, and then mm-hmm. Carney was able to score four more runs right back. It's great to see that from a team, they the ability to bounce back after that. Count is now 1-1 with the runner on first base. An off-speed and kind of a check swing yeah. from Baran, and that is brings it to 1-2. and two. Didn't seem like he really wanted that one, but... Yeah, just, I don't know, half swung at it, like, maybe he, just, he maybe thought it was about, like He was thinking know. and he didn't want to, but it ended up hitting the bat anyway. Yeah. It's a little check screen. And here's the pitch. Hard line drive to left field, but able to make the play. Number eight, Caden Peterson. Yeah. Right where he needed to be. Caden Peterson's been right where he needs to be a lot tonight, I feel like. He's been having a good day out there. And he's been in position to make plays, and credit to his coaches for putting him in that position and been doing a great job out there in left field. Mm-hmm. Looks like the coach is having a word with his batter. Yeah, maybe. And the uh, looks might like, begin a pitching change here. Looks like we're having a pitching change. Jaron Burns has thrown 61 total pitches so far. 43 of those strikes. That's really impressive. As yet, they're putting in. If we can see his number. Yeah, but I I think. Probably better earlier rather than later here. Get, get a little closer in to finish the game yep. off. He so, definitely had a great day on the mound. Number 19. Which is... I believe that we will have to look that up. So we will take a break here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Kearney Jersey's leads Grand Island U save 9-7 with one out here in the top of the 7th. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. We'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Right. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. 
Now pitching for Carney, number 15, Isaac Becker. Up to bat, number eight, Hunter Powers. Runner on first base with one out. Top of the seventh inning. If GI isn't able to put together two runs here, the game will be over. Ball inside for ball number one. Uh, Final stats on Jaron Burns. 3.2 innings pitched. Five hits, one run. Uh, He gave up one walk and had two strikeouts. And a short little... Little dinker right in front of the shortstop. He kind of tried to make a play and ended up bobbling it. Yeah. And runner advanced to the second, and he's able to make it to first base. Just kind of in a weird spot, weird bounce for Pat Blake now, there. I don't know if they're giving that as a hit or an error. I think that it should probably be a hit. I don't know. That one's 50-50 with me. And they, they haven't, they haven't put yet. anything up there yet, so we're just going to wait. Tied at 10 hits, though, as of right now. First pitch to Carter Weld. They put as an error on the ice score thing, so I think it's going to be an error on Pat Blake. Mm. First pitch to Carter Weld is a strike. 0-1, one out. Ball may be a little high for ball one. Count 1-1. One out, runners on first and second. The go-ahead run is at... uh, is batting right now. Able to hit a single here. You know, maybe you get a run, and then you got Byron scoring position over there at third. And inside four strike number two. Count now one two. Weird that they haven't put that error hit on the scoreboard yet. Maybe they just forgot. They've been pretty vigilant on that thing all night. <laughs> We've had a good scoreboard keeper tonight. Count one and two. Here's the pitch. And lone in the dirt. Able to keep the runners contained. Count now two and two. Great job by Poland staying in front of that one. We got our, we had a 2-2 count in a while, I feel like. I know. We were getting it all the time earlier. We took and now it's back. Took advantage of it. Couldn't get them for a while. Don't realize the good thing you have until it's gone. Here's the pitch. Hard line drive to second base. Able to get the play at second. Ball gets by the first baseman. Runner is able to score. So, Carwald able making it to first for the fielder's choice. Runner got out at second. And then Aiden Keyes was able to score. It's Grand Island only trails by a run now, 9-8. to eight. This looks like. Up to bat, top of the lineup, Logan Brockmeyer. Two down, runner at first base. Looks like you saves coach is coming out to talk with the umpire about something. I don't really know. You kind of benefit from that play. The only thing, maybe the play at second he could have been arguing, but I think that was clearly out over there. I don't. It looks like he's arguing about something that, yeah, that out at second. So maybe if he's arguing he didn't actually touch the base. Something close like that. It. It was a quick churn over there by the second baseman, I thought. Uh-huh. John, who's over there now that Isaac Becker came to pitch? So, like I said it before, up to bat, Gage Brockmeyer. Two outs, runner on first base, top of the seventh inning. 
Brockmeyer two for four with two singles. First pitch in is a ball. The tying run is at first base. And the ball gets by him, and runners able to advance to second base. And it just got to calm down if you're Becker. You just got to keep it in front of the plate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, can't have something like that happen again because you don't want that runner getting to third here in this situation. He's already potentially in scoring position. The count is now 2-0. Single price scores to the outfield. Infield fly. And the third baseman is able to make the play. Just a routine play by Carter Krause. And that will be the game. So, uh, in that inning, one run scored off of one hit. And there was one error. And they left one man on second. And that's the ball game where Carney Jerseys gets the win 9-8 to eight over Grand Island Youth Save. We will have the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up after this. Once again, Carney Jerseys gets the win here 9 to 8 on ESPN 1460 and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308 234 or our website is www.homecarney.com. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HDTVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Welcome back to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Final pitching stats. Uh, Jaron Burns will get the win for Carney Jerseys. And it looks like Aiden Barron will get the loss for uh, Grand Island U Save. As Jared Moore was a starting pitcher today for Jerseys, he pitched 2.2 innings. He gave up five hits and six runs with two walks and one strikeout. Jared Burns gave up five hits, but only gave up that one run, uh, one walk, and two strikeouts. 
And then Isaac Becker came in and cleaned it up with those last two outs. And looking at Grand Island U save, Gage Brockmeyer started the day off. He had two innings pitched. He gave up six hits and four runs with two walks and two strikeouts. Uh, Aiden Barron, uh, like I say, got the loss. He pitched 4.1 innings with four hits, five runs, and two balls. And then Payne Gainwish came in the last two outs uh, to kind of clean stuff up for Grand Island U save. But they did uh, fall here tonight to Carney Jersey's 9-8. to eight. As I think Carney Jersey's had 12 or 11 hits, or no, they had 10 hits, and then Grand Island U save had 11 with that one error in the last inning. And yeah, those are your final stats. Uh, Thomas, got any players of the game you'd like to mention? Uh, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but it was Pat Blake that had that big RBI hit that put them in the lead, right? Uh, Right I believe so. He had a two RBI hit in that sixth inning. So yep, that wouldn't be it. Yep. I don't know. I don't know if player of the game, but I think that was a huge moment for him. Well, Pat Blake reached all four times he was at the bat. He was three for three, and then he reached on error in that third inning. All right. Well, you know what? That's who I'll give my player of the game to. Pat right? Blake. That's a good one. Uh, I just think Jaron Burns. You know, he only he gave up yeah. five hits, but he only gave up that one run. You know, mm-hmm. at a that middle time where no runs were being scored, he was able to keep Carney jerseys in the game yeah. when they were struggling. And then shout out to the bottom of the order for being able to get all three guys on base to set up Pat Blake there mm-hmm. for that two yeah. RBI. And so that was just kind of the keys to the game for me. You know, very even game. Both teams are, you know, if they play each other again, I could see either one winning. So, mm-hmm. well, with that, uh, that has been the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Uh, in the first game today, we had Carney five points falling to Grand Island Tom Dinsdale nine to nothing. Second game, Carney Jersey's wins here nine to eight over Grand Island. You save. Uh, that'll be it for our broadcast tonight, folks. So thanks for listening. Uh, give you one final score update in the NBA game, real quick. If it decides to load, the Suns lead the Clippers 86-79 to with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter there in game two. So with that, once again, Carney Jerseys gets the 9-8 win here tonight from Grant Ty, or from Thomas Tews. I'm Grant Ty. Good night, everybody. Proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.